a special State of the Podcast episode of... Brutal Battle. Never done this before, but I figured this is a good time to do it. We're basically at 10 years doing this podcast. Although Rebecca has not been as involved. You were always involved to some degree, but your involvement has rapidly changed in the past bunch of years and become significantly deeper with what goes on here. So, um, I'm, we're calling this State of the Podcast episode because we're just going to kind of talk about some changes that we're going to make to the podcast. Not a lot of changes, but significant enough change. And I'll kind of talk a little bit more about that. But we're just going to have one beer on this episode to just kind of sip. It's one we've been wanting to get to drinking for a while that's been in the cellar. And we're just going to sip on it while we talk about what we're going to talk about. And then I'm also going to do those questions that I said that I had for Rebecca. Uh, a bunch of episodes ago, there was the one where she did the beer quiz for me, and then I said I had some questions that I came up with, so I'm just going to tack those into this episode so that we have a decent amount of stuff to cover. So first, we'll cover the beer, okay? because we have this beer sitting in front of us, and we'll do our normal thing with it. So this is a beer by the brewery. It's one that's been in our cellar for a while. This is a 2014 beer. Wow. So this legitimately is like seven and a half years in the bottle at this point. So might not be great. It may have aged too far, but we'll see if that is the case. I think we're going to pull out another beer that I have already pulled out of the fridge as the backup just to sit on standby. But hopefully this is good because this is a special one. Uh, This is Smokey and the Boys, spelled B-O-I-S, which is technically Bois, but I named this beer, so when I named it, I meant it as Smokey and the Boys, even though it's Smokey and the Bois, as it's red. But um, some people may be saying, you named a beer? Yes. So back in 2014, when this beer was being made, Rebecca had gotten me into, at some point, a Rare Beer of the Month club, and then I stuck with it, and they had a contest to name collaboration beers that they were doing with a few different breweries. I think it was three different breweries. I only remember the brewery, obviously, because that's the one I won. The other one was Cigar City. And then I can't remember who the third one was. But I ended up, my name ended up winning. And they went with Smokey and the Bois for the beer. So I ended up getting two free bottles of the beer. And we had the first one on fresh many years ago, obviously. And this one's been sitting around for seven and a half years in the cellar. So I figure if we're doing a state of the podcast episode, kind of a good time to just pop it open. And also it may have already passed its prime. So we'll We'll find out. But anyway, smoking the bot is a ale aged in bourbon barrels with vanilla beans and cacao nibs. And it is 16.2% alcohol. And as most people probably have assumed, it's in a 750 milliliter bottle because that's what they did even more back then. They didn't do, like, any canning back then. You just want to start with... You probably want more than that to start. Since we'll just be sipping on it. That's good. Yeah. Start you there. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, you can just pour it. You can dump it if it's not good anymore. Okay. There we go. All right, let's take a look. I mean, I think... So they say it's an ale aged in bourbon barrels, but I think it's an imperial stout. For all intents and purposes. I mean, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it's totally it's not, what it looks it's like. It's dark. It's not super, super dark, though. No. And when I swirl that up, it, it looks thick, you know? I mean, like, it looks viscous as far as, like, it has legs coming down the sides. Yes. Belgian lace, as it's called. 
Belgian lakes. Ooh, it actually is smelling pretty good for the age. I'm definitely getting soy sauce. Yeah, there is a soy sauce to it. And a leather. Yeah, I get a leather. I do get a chocolate, though. Mm-hmm. It's like a nice dark chocolate. I Call me crazy. I feel like I'm getting some vanilla. I'm getting a little vanilla. I was going to say that. That's kind of nuts because typically vanilla will fall out over time, like basically completely. So the fact that it's still holding on, at least in the nose, I'm yeah. impressed. It doesn't smell bad. It's starting to smell a little extra woody as well, though. Yeah, I agree with that. And it smells, it doesn't smell like super thick. It smells like maybe body-wise it's not quite up to an imperial. It's a little thinner than that. But I don't know. Going in. Yeah, very woody. Oh, very wood. Yeah, the wood's like, the wood is really, really, really in the forefront. That might calm down a little bit after a few more sips. Woody, chocolatey, definitely boozy. Yeah, super boozy. That booze is like hot. Yeah. Like you can taste the astringency. You can feel some warmth going down the back of your throat. It's not great. It's not bad. There's a lot. I mean, that wood is strong. It's very woody. I feel like that's such a predominant taste. Yeah, the wood is really strong. There is like a kind of like dark chocolate finish to the beer. Like dark chocolate taste, like actual flavor, but also, you know, if you like eat really concentrated dark chocolate, like there's that kind of like drying bitterness at the end. That's going along with it, so I'm definitely seeing that in it. I feel like I, I'm getting a little vanilla, too. Like we said, I was going to ask you. I'm not getting any vanilla. I'm getting a little vanilla. I'm also getting that soy sauce, though. Yeah. And a little bit of that leather you were talking about. Yeah, I don't really like it. Too many flavors I don't like. I don't like soy sauce. I don't like the leather. I don't like the abundance of wood. Hmm. I don't feel like I hate it. But I don't feel like I particularly like it. Also because, yeah, that alcohol perception has really gone up over time. And it's out of kilter with the flavors. It is really hot um, alcohol-wise. So, mm, should I get the other one? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go get the other one. And I'm going to pop it open before I bring it because it's, like, wrapped on the top. So, okay. And I'm back. So, most likely, I edited out the long period of time that I took to go get the beer. Because I asked Rebecca to entertain you guys, and she just didn't know how to entertain you guys. Told me to sing and dance, but I said, <laughs> I can't dance. They won't see me, and I'm not a very good singer. So, I yeah. got nothing. So, anyway, um, the backup beer that we're going to do now is called I'm So Happy It's Thursday. Obviously, also a brewery beer. It's a double-barrel-aged imperial stout. And it is 16.2% alcohol. That's exactly the same as the hmm. Smokey and the Boys, which is crazy. Okay, well, uh, well, about 750 milliliters. If you couldn't guess, for a little, for Rebecca, hopefully this one's more on point for us. I mean, it should be because this one's kind of young, I believe. Like, we just got this this year. Okay. I think it's a 2021 release, although, if I can check, it is, it's hard to see, it's hard to see. 20, yeah, I think it's 2021. Yeah, so this is like fresh. All right, so 
Looks like Super the last dark. one. It's darker than the yeah, last one. Yeah, it does look darker. Still got those legs when you swirl so it up. So chocolatey. Ooh, yeah. It is very chocolatey, actually. Yeah. I wonder what the two barrels are. I was just going to ask you that. I, I don't want to look at the description on the back. I mean, we will read it after we, you know, break it down. Maybe we can try and guess what we think it is. It could be a situation where it's just, like, done in bourbon barrels and then rewrapped in new bourbon barrels again. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's two different spirits. So maybe we can see if we can suss out what we think happened here. It's got to be a bourbon barrel. Yeah. At it least does. one. I don't know. I feel like I smell a little rum in that. There is kind of like this like little bit, little bit of like a spice character that I feel I get from rum. But there is chocolate. There I is like. like chocolate. There's, I'm getting like a vanilla. Yes, I was going to say, there is this kind of, like, light vanilla-ness mm-hmm. on the nose, and it actually smells, like, a slight bit creamy. Okay. I don't know if that's because of the influence of, like, the vanilla with the chocolate, because the chocolate's kind of more of, like, a milky chocolate. It smells good, though. It does smell good. It smells relatively light. Yeah, it does. Which is interesting for a 16.2. I was also expecting to smell, like, probably a good amount of, like, raisin, because of it being higher ABV. I don't really smell that because I think the chocolate kind of covers it. So the taste is very light, which is very weird. Wow. Wow. Not as much flavor as I would have thought. That is very light. I like it, though. It's kind of like a lightly barrel-aged straight stout. Like, not imperial because it is light. It is like... It's not just light flavor-wise, it's light viscosity-wise. It's like, it's not very thick in your mouth. It's kind of dangerous, though, because I don't perceive the alcohol the, where it is. I mean, you can tell it's a boozy beer, but not as high as it is. It's very easy, though. Yeah. I like it. Like it's I okay. Get, I get the chocolate. I do feel like I'm getting, like, a bit of a rum influence on it. Because there is, like, a little bit of kind of, like, a spice to it. But yeah, like chocolate, vanilla, spirit, character. I enjoy this one. I think this, this one's good. I'm into it. It's a good sipper. Definitely a good sipper while we discuss a few okay. things. This version spent its first year in scotch barrels. Really? Okay, maybe the, the spiciness is like a peat type. Speyside? I think that's a distillery. Speyside Scotch Barrels, followed by an additional year of aging in bourbon barrels. Okay. The taste is filled with notes of dark chocolate, vanilla, fudge, and dried figs. I don't know if I get the dried... Well, I guess there is kind of like a light fruitiness. I'm surprised it tastes like this, though. Like, that it is so light for how high in ABV it is, though. But that's good. I like it. I just think it's okay. I'm not sure how much I'm going to drink. Okay. It's up to you. Anyway, um, okay. So, state of the podcast. Basically, we're going to change the podcast a little bit. I had thought for a while about maybe just ending the podcast altogether. Because I'm like, "Uh, we're going to have been doing it for like 10 years. I feel like that's a good run. Um, And, you know, it's work. Obviously, you got to find time to do the recording, you need to do the editing, you got to post it, you know, all that type of stuff. Um, But then I was like, I don't really want to end it, though, because I'm still having fun. And I checked in with Rebecca, and I believe you're also still having Mm -hmm. fun with it. 
So this this is still something we look forward to doing, like sitting down and recording these episodes with each other. So I do. I was like, man, we shouldn't end it. So came up with a good kind of medium to kind of take some of the workload down. But also um, keep it going. And some people may actually be happy with the change. Some people may not be the happiest with the change. But you'll still be getting the podcast. So that's a good thing. We're still going to do once a week, like we've always been doing. But the episodes are probably going to be shorter because we're going to limit it to just two beers in an episode, typically. Now, we may have episodes here or there where we decide to go just a little bit more. But that's probably going to be really rare. And although we do already have one recorded that has more than two beers, but after that one comes out, which is a vertical episode, um, it'll just be two beers on each episode, no matter what we're doing. Like if it's an on the shelf or a cellar dive or, you know, whatever, uh, brewery society beers. I know we don't have any other verticals, but if we did do a vertical, it would have to be more than two. Yeah, yeah, it would. (laughs) Well, and those, those, the reason I say that we might do ones with, with more is we might decide to do a more ambitious project like a vertical, uh, and we would just probably record it in smaller chunks and then just edit it together. So that, that's the idea on that. But, you know, overall episode lengths are going to be coming down. You're still going to be getting one a week though, and it's going to be less beers, but we're going to do the same formats and everything. So the, It'll be different, but it'll also be the same. Yeah. Not huge changes. And part of the reason we decided to cut it down like that is, A, I want to cut back some of the workload because, you know, my life's getting busier with other things. B, um, we are being more cautious about what beer we're consuming just because we're trying to be healthier overall. So we're cutting down alcohol consumption as much as we feel like we want to or can and, you know, having to do this podcast every week, so, and we were doing, like, four beers sometimes, like, you feel this pressure to actually drink the beers you bought. And so we found that we a lot of times we were ending up not doing that. Like, we would just be like, ah, I just don't feel like it's worth it uh, at this point because we want to limit our intake. So we were dumping some beers. So it was just wasteful, and that's also wasting money because if we go and, you know, buy four beers for an on-the-shelf episode – this is in like a mixed four pack or mixed six, six pack or however, those things aren't cheap. And if we're dumping some of it, it's just like, it's wasting money, you know, cause we don't make money doing this podcast or anything. It's just a hobby. So cutting it back so we can just save a little bit of money. It's not like we're in any financial straits or anything, but it's just good to save some money on it. It's not as wasteful and also just consume less beer. So, yeah. So that's why we're doing it, and if you have feedback on this, brutal, you can send an email, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com, but this is what we're doing. Like, you know, we're not taking, you know, if you have ideas that you think we might want to consider instead, or new podcast formats or anything like that, you can definitely let us know, but, you know, we're not going to go back to doing it the way it was, just because this is what we want to do. This is our podcast, so yeah. So that said... That's the important stuff. Let's move on to the fun stuff. I'm nervous. I have no idea what this is. Okay. Yeah, you don't because I I was doing this up. So basically what I had done is I went on Untapped and I read through some of your analytics through uh, with like your beers. So this is all of your activity on Untapped up until like two months ago. 
So I want to give you the questions and then I want you to guess what the answers are. Because this is your own untapped that I'm oh, pulling gosh. from. Gosh. It's probably going to be hard. I'm not sure you're going to get like. I'm not going to get anything. You may not get anything, but I also have a comparison of the same answer for my untapped. Just yeah. to show. Like, Do what, I get multiple difference. choice? No. I'm never going to get anything. But I mean, with some of these, if you're in the right, if you're close, I'm not, I was going to say I'll give you credit, but it's not like giving you credit. Like, it's just for fun. So we just want to see if you can guess it. So just remember, it's basically up until like two months ago. Okay. So the first question, what's your average rating on Untapped? Mm. Out of five. 3.3. 2.97. Oh. And my average in comparison is 2.87. So 0.1 difference. How many check-ins do you have? Total? Total check-ins. Not unique beers, just total check-ins. I have no idea. Um, 1,200. 2,165. Oh, wow. Do you want to guess how many I have? You have a lot more. 6,190. Wow. <laughs> it's a lot. I've been on Untapped for 11 years at this point. I started so. later and then I don't think I checked yeah. in for a while. Okay, how many unique beers are you checked into? And my total is 2,100? 2,165. Hmm. I mean, the majority, I will say the majority is unique beers because yeah. that's how we drink. Well, I'm going to say 1,800. Ooh, 1,862. Wow. Good job. I mean, I would give you credit for that for sure. Mine is 4,208. Wow. Okay. What are your most checked-in breweries? Extra credit if you can give me a number. Um, most checked-in breweries. Well, yes. I think Sapwood Cellars. Okay. The brewery. Okay. I mean, you're right so far. How many? How many do you have? Three. Top three. Oh, top Sorry, three. I should have told you top three. Um, idiom? No. Dogfish head. Dogfish head. So you have 69 from Sapwood at this time. You have more now. The brewery of 63 and Dogfish head 55. Okay. So for me, do you think any of those are the same? Definitely Sapwood's on there and the brewery. Nope. Neither of them? The brewery is. Oh. But not Sapwood. Okay. What are yours? So my top is the brewery at 172, but also Brewery Teru at 89. So really it's over 200 for those because they're the same company. Duclaw with 106. Wow. And Dogfish Head with 98. Okay. And those are unique. Did I specify unique? I don't think so. Yeah. Sorry. Those are unique. Sorry. I should have specified that. Okay. What are the nine beers that you rated a five? Five stars, which is the max. There were nine beers you rated a five. I probably it, wouldn't give them a five if I had them again. Right, I know. And, <laughs> and for me, same thing with a few of them. Um, are any retributions on there? Um, I don't think so. Okay. No. 
Um, I don't know if you're going to guess. Well, one, I would think you could potentially guess. Is there any um, alchemist? Yes, actually. Is Beelzebub on there? Yes, actually. Okay. Beelzebub is. That was their imperial stout. Um, like their hoppy imperial stout. You just want me to tell you the rest? Yeah, I'm not going to okay. get them. Hardywood bourbon barrel raspberry stout with vanilla beans. Mm, that sounds good. Deschutes the Abyss 2015 rye version. Okay. Fremont Brewing's bourbon barrel aged dark star from 2014. Goose Island's bourbon county brand stout vanilla rye from 2014. Okay. Surly Darkness uh -huh. from 2014. Cigar City's Good Gourd. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I, you wouldn't. Union's Old Pro. Okay. The Alchemist Beelzebub and the Alchemist Hetty Topper. Oh, Hetty Topper. Okay. Those are yours. So you ready to hear my fives? Yeah. And some of these are going to be like, mm, I don't think so. And I definitely would not give them a five again. Because there was this thing where like earlier on I was way more generous and then I started to adjust. I feel like everyone goes through Well, that. I must have been really generous in 2014. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that or I just had a lot of good beers in 2014. Yeah. So my my five rated ones were the Alchemist Beelzebub, okay. actually, which I might still give it some. Although, I don't really give fives, so I might not. Trogue's Flying Mouflon, which okay. is their um, barley wine. Flying Dog's Simcoe Single Hop Imperial IPA. Wow. No way nowadays. And the last one, Dogfish Head's Repa Terroir. Oh, that was really good. That was an excellent beer. And if you do you remember in our interview with Sam Calagione that you told him that you got drunk? Oh, yeah. That you had a hangover from that beer and that was your first hangover and he was like proud of it? Yeah. That was funny. Good memories. Good yeah. memories. Okay. So the next question. What's your highest rated hazy IPA? Is it something from Sapwood? No. It's not, actually. It, I, I'll tell you this. It was something from Savor. When we oh, were at Savor. Goodness, I have no which idea. Which doesn't narrow it down. Yeah, we tried I have no time. idea. Okay. Your highest rated... Okay, you want to tell me what you think your highest rating was for a hazy? No, I have no idea. 4.5. Okay. Track 7 Brewing. They're everything wrong and right from Saber. I don't remember that. For me, it's two beers tied with 3.5 ratings. That's the highest I've given a hazy. Wow. Which is a lot for me. Sapwood Cellar Simcoe Simpatico. It's wow, very tasty. Awesome beer. And Adroit Theory's EBK Warning Shot. That hmm. was also a really good one. Okay. What's your highest rated American IPA? And there are a few. You have one, two, three, four, it looks like. I don't know. Okay, so you, what do you think the highest rating for an American IPA is for you? Mm, probably a 4.5. That's correct. So here they are. Terrapin Beers Tangerine Dreamsicle. Oh, that was tasty. That was a good beer. That was pre-them selling out. The Alchemist Focal Banger. Okay. 
Cigar City's Blueberry Coconut High Alive. That was delicious. That was a killer beer. That's the one we had okay. at Cigar City when we were in Tampa. So that, I think those are beer, beers deserving of that rating. Yeah, and there's one more. Oh, one more. Fate Brewing's Moirai IPA. That was okay. a saver. I remember that being awesome. So in comparison, here are my top-rated American IPAs, and these are all getting fours, okay? If only four. Green Flash West Coast IPA. No. That would not be the case today. Neither would this one. Rogue Brewing's Yellow Snow IPA. Wow. Good People Brewing's IPA. That was the one from Alabama you yeah. brought home. Crux Fermentation Project's Cast Out. Okay. That is a killer IPA, though. Surly Brewing's Overrated. That is still a really good one. Cigar City's Rye Lane IPA. Hmm. I don't remember I that one, say, but I, I guess remember. it was good. Lawson's Finest Liquids Ava. Breakside Brewing's Breakside IPA. Tired Hands Pineal IPA. And Surly's Axeman. Okay. I remember Axeman being really, really awesome. All right, next, there's three more questions. Okay. What's your highest rated Imperial IPA? And there's only one for both of us, and it's the same beer, which is kind of crazy. You might not get it, but at least guess what the rating was. Highest rating? For an Imperial. imperial. Uh, probably 4.5. Yeah, correct. Okay. Another 4.5. And I have no idea what it is. And it, and it was just one for both of us. Hill Farmstead's Abner. Hmm. I remember that being really good. Okay, next one. What's your, okay, this is... Mm -hmm. Other than Old Pro, because it's already been an answer and a question. Other than Old Pro, what's your highest rated sour? And what's the rating? And are, I have one and you have one and they're different. Okay. Um... Probably four two five. Four point five for you. Four two five for me. Okay. Um. I'll give you another hint. It was at Saver. Save. I was gonna say it was probably <laughs> it was at, at Saver. Sour at Saver. Was it the one from Beltway Brewing? No. There was another sour that we just went crazy over and just like raved. Was it by Crux? No. Okay, you're going to remember this beer, though, when I tell you. Fate Brewing's Goza aged in tequila oh, barrels. Oh, that one, yes. That beer was killer. I loved it. I didn't give it as high, though. But my highest at 4.25 was Wicked Weed's White Angel. Okay. And that one was so good that we went back for more the next day. One more. And that was um, before they sold out. AB, literally like a month before they sold out to AB and Bev. Okay, last question. You ready for this? Mm hmm What's your highest rated logger? I have no idea. And what's the rating? What do you think? The rating is probably four. 4.5. Okay. You went pretty high on it. I think know. beer vacations we've taken. Um, is it Bissell Brothers? No. Is it Allagash? No. You're in the, the right region. New England. 
Who does only loggers? Oh, it must have been Jack's Abbey. Yeah. It was Jack's Abbey's Jack's Evil Brew Dark Lager. Mm. I remember their lagers being killer. I mean, it was good and they had good pizza. Yeah, they did. So you want to you know what mine is? Yeah. This might surprise you. Pretty recent. Old Thunder Brewing's 340 Lager. Oh. And I gave it a 3.5. Okay. So. And that's it. Okay. Was that fun? Yeah, it was interesting. How well do you know you're on tap? Yeah. Not well. <laughs> Although for me, like, mine wasn't that well either. Like, I didn't really know it. That's why it took me, like, over an hour to go through that. It's a lot to go through, um, especially because you have to, like, set all the specific filters within the app. So it was fun, though. Uh, it's fun to do that every now and then. Maybe we should do that for, like, each year. Like, the year in closing. Like, what were our top beers yeah. from the year? That's not bad. Not a bad idea. We'll workshop that one. Okay. Anyway, um, like I said, everyone can send us emails, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, rate us and review us on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you use. Tell people about the podcast if you want to. And... You know, that's a little, you know, it's a favor you could do for us. We appreciate that. If you want back episodes, BrutalBattle.com or Archive.org, just search Brutal Battle. Um, Ununtapped, I'm Carlin Cook, Carlin C, or Carlton Malibu, all one word. And I'm Rebecca C. And then the Instagram. Brutal Battle Podcast. I think I hit everything. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Anyway, thanks everyone for checking this out. Thanks for being with us for 10 years, if you have been. Or joining us at any point during the 10 years. And there will be more coming, even though it will be different. And until next time, keep it brutal.